Hi, um, you're listening to Art Smitten here on Sin. I'm Shani Hill and I'm here with my co-host Nick Angus. And coming up, we're going to talk to artist Nian Chang Ung, who is a participant in the Art Trams Project, which runs as part of the Melbourne International Arts Festival. Thank you so much for joining us, Nian. Are you there? I'm here. How are you? Very well, thank you. Now, you've recently created a design for one of the trams as part of the Melbourne International Arts Festival. Could you tell us a little bit more about this? Yeah, I uh, find EOI for the program, and uh, I work for uh, a lab in mobility and health and well-being, mm-hmm. and I'm also an artist, so it all it was just all very natural mm-hmm. for me, and, and I just had to apply. You've worked on these sort of big-scale industrial projects before. How do you think that art process is different from creating, like, a smaller painting, per se, or a smaller body of work? That's a wonderful question. <laughs> uh, essentially, the obvious answer is scale, but with that being said, when you today technology helps a little bit, right? Like because I've created it 100% digital, I could zoom in and mm-hmm. zoom out to the scale that I needed to to work on it. But the most, the hardest thing about large scale images is you have to really think about how someone's going to view it from 10, mm-hmm. 20 feet away from it. Now add that to a moving tram, and you've got an even bigger challenge. Absolutely, and it's amazing. You just touched on the the power of technology these days. It's phenomenal to see what technology can do in the creation of different art forms. For your tram design, but for also all your other projects, whereabouts do you get your inspiration from? A very simple answer, people and nature. Mm. Mm. I love it. And anyone in particular, or does it kind of, is it spontaneous, the people and the nature that you get the inspiration from? In terms of figures, my wife is my inspiration, oh, and I draw her quite a lot. Yeah. As, uh, her, her portrait, her figure, I, I draw this quite a lot mm. as a, a form. But the reason I say people in nature is that I'm also a designer, and mm. as a designer, as you guys, as, as, at RMIT, you guys know this full well as well, the user is king. And so I'm always thinking about the end user with everything that I create, which mm-hmm. is why people are our major source of inspiration. I also say nature because, because I also say nature because really on my best day at work as a designer, I, I cannot beat a simple patch of grass and the beauty that mm-hmm. it represents. Yeah. So it's always a it's always a north star that I'm striving towards. Fantastic. Mm. Yeah, I think that's um that's really interesting, uh, particularly when you're creating a project for the tram. It's I guess it's so vital that it, it is a reflection of the people and the nature that is Melbourne. For your upcoming tram project, did you have anything in mind um, that you were trying to reflect with that um, in particular, like a particular consensus that you're like, this is what I want it to be and reflect? Yeah, with the tram project, the tram, by the way, has already launched and mm-hmm. it's on the on, it's on the tracks now. Mm-hmm. With the tram project, the reflection was primarily diversity, a uh, little yeah. bit of a story behind it. What happened was when I first moved to Melbourne, my wife, my wife was, Tintin was working as a doctor at the Alfred Hospital, mm-hmm. and many physicians tend to go after hours, and it was one particularly late night. Uh, work just went into the midnight, and we decided to go for a quick bite afterwards. We went to Subarin Chinese restaurant in the city, and I just saw this, and we were seated right in the middle, and I just took this picture because the, the form was very interesting to me. Mm-hmm. A couple of years later, when the EO, right before the EOI opened up, I just finished reading the autobiography of Leonardo da Vinci by oh, Walter so. Isaacson, yeah. and I was really inspired by the Last Supper painting, what mm-hmm. went behind it. What, it was also a very large-scale painting that's meant to be viewed by different people from different angles. So when I saw the EOI, those two came together. Mm. I took the uh, 
the theme of people eating supper and the uh, and the uh, so what I'm looking for the proportions mm. of the Last Supper painting, but the similarities end there. My image is about is about people in Melbourne. Melbourne is a very diverse city, and the city will be unthinkable without its diversity. Mm. Just like our dining scene will be unthinkable without the supper in Chinese restaurant. Go over at 2 a.m. on any given night, and yeah. you'll find people in suits. You'll find famous people. You'll find politicians. You'll yeah. find young people. <laughs> people of all races and ethnicities just trying to have this late night congee together. That really felt like <laughs> Melbourne to me, and it just felt so natural to illustrate this scene. Definitely. And I even really enjoy, we were talking before about how these days uh, in the modern world, the merging of art forms has become mm. so popular. And we really enjoy how you've kind of merged this historical element from Leonardo da Vinci with kind of the modern element of what Melbourne is today. I think that's really, really cool. Um, and we've been looking at your work as well, and we've seen the tram and it looks phenomenal. So a huge congratulations on that project. Has some has to exhibit at this Melbourne um, Arts Tram Festival always been in the back of your mind for something that you've wanted to do? Thank you for your very kind comment. Uh, <laughs> I I've been in Melbourne for a little bit, but this mm. is the first time I, I I became really aware of the arts movement. Uh, to be entirely honest with you guys, I've had a long career as a designer, yeah. and and I've worked on my design and design research career very hard, but. Art was something very personal to me. I, mm. I've always loved it, but I wasn't ready to to have it public public facing until very recently. Mm-hmm. This year is the first year I decided this is really unfair. I, I've been <laughs> painting and drawing for a long time. People deserve to see this. I deserve to show this to the world. So I started looking outwards into how can I be involved with the city and the community I live in. I live in through my art, and that's how I got involved, and that's how I started paying attention to the the very thriving and fantastic art scene that we have here. How do you feel that your design background um, helps your art process? They are interconnected together. Mm-hmm. Uh, my forward-facing, the spearhead, if you will, of what I do is industrial design. That's just because these products are mass manufactured yeah. and it's a very quick way for you to interact with something that I've created. But the problem with that is, unless you know me, unless you look up who mm-hmm. designed this object, <laughs> you and I cannot really have a relationship through mm-hmm. this. Exactly. Uh, there's something in between. Design research is a process where I understand data and science and application and how new knowledge is uncovered through something that I've created. Art is very beautiful. Art is the undercurrent and the ending ending pool of where all these things are flowing out from and coming back to together. Art can choose to solve a problem, but art can also choose not to solve a problem. With art, the communication between what I want to say and what you see and that conversation is direct. That's really cool. I really like that message. Yeah, that's amazing. How do you, or where do you see Melbourne's art scene going in the future in, say, five or ten years' time? How do you see it evolving? That's a great question, and and as someone who works in research, that's a mm. constantly ongoing question. Yeah. I, I think the future is really interesting. I think more and more people will be creative. I think we're starting to understand that creativity is not just something that we do for entertainment. It's not just expression. We're starting to understand that it is linked to our well-being. It is linked to our survival. And that's all coming together. We, I, I've heard someone say recently that the STEM programs are very quickly becoming STEAM programs, <laughs> art being adding to, to the list. 
And I think it's going to be amazing because we have the evolution of technology where the tools are no longer just tools, but almost co-creators. We're, mm. we're getting to that point. And in our expressions, the way we launch the level of media and channels and points of distribution that we can create is just growing quite rapidly and quite vastly. So mm. I suspect that in, the, in, say, five years from now, I'm not... I don't want to guess on what kind of things we'll be creating or <laughs> yeah. what modes we'll travel, but I'm going to go ahead and boldly say that we will find art and design and creativity in almost every aspect of living and work that we do, mm. even more so than we do now. And it's really cool, I think, because Melbourne's art scene is, as you say, it's growing rapidly and it's so mm. spontaneous in that you have mm. no idea what's going to pop up next. And I think that's what makes it continually so exciting is that you can go out, you know, you can wake up one morning and then you wake up the next and it's completely different and it's been completely reshaped, but it's been reshaped yeah. for, you know, what's currently happening, which is really cool. Do you have any upcoming projects? Obviously, you've got the tram on at the moment. Do you have anything that you're working on at the moment for to be released in the near future? Yeah, I have my first ever art show coming up in November Amazing. at the Black Cat Gallery in Collingwood. Awesome. Uh, free entry, so no, not pitching any fills or anything like that. <laughs> Anyone can come by. Uh, the opening night is on the 14th. Great. And do you have a particular theme for this gallery or is it all your work that you've currently uh, produced already? Yeah, it's it's work I've produced already. This is my my introduction to the art world. I mm. when I when I booked this gallery, I didn't know that the whole art tram thing was going to happen. <laughs> so I, w- I was planning on this show being my introduction and my my yeah me saying hi to the world of hey, I also make art. But I, it still works, uh, and you'll see a variety of work from uh, visual art, photography, paintings, drawings, and and the, quite a selection of essentially work that I've created since I was very young. Definitely. Well, Shani and I and everyone here at Art Smitten, we're really excited to see where you go. And as I said, again, um, congratulations on the current um, tram project. I'm definitely keen to see it when in the the flesh. And um, I'm sure everyone who's listening now is also very keen to see it. But thank you so much for joining us today, Nian. We really appreciate you coming on the show. Thanks for having us, guys. I really appreciate your time.